1: You damn right hope everybody is having a good Thursday getting a little closer To that spring game, if you're a Longhorn fan, or for that matter, an Aggie fan, or a lot of teams are rolling the spring games this weekend. Longhorn's two days away from finding out just what Quinn Ewers looks like right about now, in addition to Mr. Murphy, Mr. Manning, and the rest. We'll be talking about that today. We also have yet another Longhorn basketball story that you don't want to hear if you're a Longhorn basketball fan, but we got to get it out to you, and we will start the show with that. Plus, we've got uh, a guest coming up in the second hour. We've got our album swap discussion coming up in the 2 o'clock hour. If you've never heard one show talk Jelly Roll and Lil' Kim in the same segment, you're going to hear it today in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll throw our grades out for those albums neither of us had ever heard before this week. It's Chad and Zay on a Thursday. Here we go. I'm Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. Zay, I mean, I absolutely mean
0: this today. How are you? I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all right, Chad. Happy Thursday, everybody. Yeah, man. I'm here. I'm living. I'm healthy. I shouldn't complain. You should
1: not? No, that's that's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. One of the things that I always talk about with people who are in this business, in this town, And are in your situation of being a Longhorn fan, this is a really, really cool job. Really is. But one of the downsides is you have to take your fandom sometimes and put it on display and discuss it and process it, whereas other fans just might want to crawl into a hole and not talk. Right. You actually have to talk about it today. And that is why we sometimes say, that we become your therapy if you're a Longhorn fan. So we're going to be that leather couch maybe for you if you're a Texas basketball fan today. We'll try to work through what is going on, uh, and we will, uh, we'll be discussing today another – actually, technically it's a couple different stories that we're going to get started with today. We'll get to some spring game stuff. We're going to talk NBA this hour. Also, I found a wonderfully nerdy NFL story for the crap bag today. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later. But we do need to start with Texas basketball. Let's go chronologically, Zay. Last night, once we're done with the show, last evening, Dylan Mitchell makes part of it official by saying he's going to go to the NBA draft, make himself eligible. Technically, right now, I think he's leaving the option open, but I am reading a story in last night and today saying, but it's not expected that he'll come back. So Dylan Mitchell has declared, at least for for right now, for the NBA draft. So let's start with that one. That's one we've talked about as a possibility these last couple days. Now that that has happened, what do you think Dylan Mitchell's going to hear from the NBA people when he goes to camps and he's going to the workout and the process that happens in May?
0: What do you think he's going to find out? Uh, then he needs to work on some things. They're going to keep it real with him. But, you know, talking to Justin Wells yesterday, he made a great point about Arterio Morris and the fact that there's always going to be people on your camp, on your side, saying maybe not what's best for you, but what's best for body. And mm-hmm. that's getting to the league and making as much paper as possible so you can bring people on. Now, who knows what those guys' decisions are to stand in the draft or transferring for Arturio Moore's sake. But for Dylan Mitchell, there's a lot of things he's got to work on as far as the athleticism goes. Check, Mark. That's it. He's there. We saw all season long, you know, spectacular dunks catching alley-oops could run the floor like a deer. I thought there were times where he got exposed defensively. One comes to mind where my man from Miami went seven for seven and didn't miss a shot from the free throw line. He, there was a play out of bounds play, and he just threw Dylan Mitchell to the side and called it like an alley oop dunk from out of bounds. And mm-hmm. I was like, that might be one of the worst defensive plays I've ever seen in my life, Dylan Mitchell. And there are multiple plays like that during the course of the year, but the whole point of the league is upside bringing somebody in who's still a teenager or in their early twenties that has potential to be a really good player. And that's what Dylan Mitchell was as a five-star McDonald's all American coming in from Mount vert. He just didn't look like that this year. And some scouts are going to say, you know, maybe it was the system. Maybe it was college basketball and others are going to say, yeah, if he can't, Produce on this level, ain't no way he could produce with grown-ass men playing up with them. Like, we saw games last night. You're going to tell Dylan Mitchell to go guard Pascal Siakam? Hell no. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be his matchup. Guys like that. Yeah. He will get exposed by guys like that. And you look at somebody like Greg Brown, who I've compared them to all year long, because Greg, he went through his ups and downs in that last year of Shaka Smart. And he showed those flashes of dunking on people and catching lobs and stuff. But then he showed a lot of flashes of immaturity and traveling on just catches and you know on closeouts just trying to make a move off the dribble he would travel off that at least once a game it would drive me nuts and it's like yo this kid ain't ready and even though he got drafted he's now cut by the portland Mm trailblazers who didn't make the playoffs right so they're already not good and they're not keeping them along you know so would it have been better for him to stay yeah And I think Dylan Mitchell is that same way. Now, could it turn out differently? Absolutely. He could go to the league and thrive. But I, you know, he's keeping his eligibility to come back if they were to tell him the bad news on his side. And we'll see what happens there. But, you know, I'm... I don't see him having a good NBA career at this point of this, you know, his career right now. So
1: May is those uh, those camps, and then June twenty second, May fifteenth through the twenty first is the camp they have in Chicago, the draft combine in Chicago, and then uh, the draft itself is June twenty second. All right, so that is the Dylan Mitchell part of it. Then today, the story breaks earlier this morning that. Longhorn. Now, I guess we need to say former Longhorn A.J. Johnson. Now, remember, this was a this is a guy that had signed at Texas, so he was signed. Rodney Terry was allowed to talk about him, along with Ron Holland, who was in the McDonald's All American game. But A.J., who was not in the All American game, Zay thought he needed to be instead of Bronny, but that's a whole yeah. other story. But now, now maybe all that maybe changes today, now, yeah. right? Oh, right. Uh, A.J. Johnson, according to Adrian Janowski that's another thing here. It's like you can't even hope it's some weird source that doesn't know basketball. Yeah, this got is got Woj Bomb. This is half a Woj Bomb here. <sighs> so woge is part of this reporting. That A.J. Johnson, projected lottery guy in 24, tells ESPN today he has decommitted from Texas, again, decommitted or transferred because he's a signee, however you want to look at it, and signed a deal with the Illawarra Hawks of the National Basketball League in Australia.
0: This so, stings. Man. This, this definitely stings, and... You thought it was a done deal when you saw the picture when Coach Terry went out to California to visit him. You thought you, you thought you didn't have anything to worry about.
1: And now we know maybe that conversation was about trying to save him. For sure. Trying and, to get him not to do this. And
0: think about just Arterio Morris leaving. You would think, okay, I'm A.J. Johnson. That's more opportunity for me to get minutes once I get to the 40 acres. But now him going to the Australian League, it's odd. It is. And... It does leave a bad taste in your mouth, especially with all the people you know you're losing and you're seeing guys being signed left and right. Like Arkansas Muscleman, they just signed another dude. Houston, who you got to play next year in the Big 12. They just got uh, LJ Cryer from Baylor. So, Guys are moving around. Caleb Love is going to Michigan, you know, and you're still in the running for Max Acemas and Oliveri out of Rice and stuff. But still, until that happens, Longhorn fans are going to be, you know, kind of antsy. Yeah. And I, I got that antsy feeling too. And And, you know, it's because of the success you had this past year. And you want to get back to that point so fast and you need to see more positive things happen, and it hasn't been that. Mm-hmm. Especially since Coach Terry is taking over. Like Frank Have, that's a good hire, but he ain't gonna be shooting threes out there. He just gonna be on the sideline right. coaching, helping. Right. So you need those dudes. And you hope Tyrese Hunter comes back. You hope that when Ron Holland gets here, he's college ready, which I think he'll he will be, but Yeah, as of right now, that roster looking slim, Uh, looking like Ariana Grande right now. If
1: if you have any thoughts, (laughs) Specs text line is 337-3776. Text already coming in. This one says, it feels like this team is thinking. Our window was last season. It's closed. Let's jump ship. Damn. Uh, Another one says, does Terry, in fact, have control of this team? Zero point guards. Uh,
0: getting texted in. Yo, you don't need a point guard to win a national championship. We just saw that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Tristan Newman ain't no point guard. He's a good ball handler, good decision maker. Andre Jackson, really good ball handler, really good decision maker. If you have a lot of those plus a really good big man like Adama Sonogo and elite shooting like Jordan Hawkins, you can still win. But I'm so tired of this. We need a point guard, this and that. You could get by with that one. We literally just saw it. Yeah. But it's just you got to have guys that have point guard skills. I was going to say, ball handling. Ball handling. Very important. Yes. Just
1: make sure you have there, that. But
0: like, let's, let's make sure we know the difference, though. When people That's think fair. point guard, they think Bobby Hurley. You know, Kemba Walker. Do you have to be that stature, right, and be Lee at the same time? You don't have to necessarily win that way yeah. anymore.
1: Uh This one says he must have gotten offered a big bag, and then this says he's probably going to Australia for the ladies.
0: All right, well there the you ladies, go. ladies, they they that doing might, it out there. Yeah. You know what, Chad? If in his mind, I'm AJ Johnson, and I'm thinking about coming here because Tyrese Hunter, I. I just feel like he has a, there's a big chance that he could come back. And if A.J. Johnson is trying to play point here and Tyrese is here, he ain't going to be playing point unless if Tyrese gets in foul trouble or comes out. But we saw this year Tyrese Hunter went through slumps and didn't come out the game. And as what we're looking at the roster as it is now, you're going to need Tyrese Hunter to play 35-plus minutes if he does come back. Mm-hmm. So if A.J. Johnson's thinking, I'm not going to start there, and then he could go make some money. And let's remember, his kinfolk is Jalen Green in Houston, so he has NBA people around him.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. A okay. lot,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kinfolk. He was down here. Uh, Jalen Green was down here with him when he was visiting uh, 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 down there in Texas. So he has NBA people around him. And if you go look at the track record from that Australian league, they love their big point guards. Josh Giddy, who you saw eat last night against the Pelicans. Yeah, it's a mellow ball.
1: Yeah. I Both about- of
0: those guys were like six seven, six six. Giddy I think is six eight now. And AJ Johnson, he could still grow. He's already six six. So it's clear they're gonna give yeah. you an opportunity to play point guard at that height at that level. Is
1: this the league that LaMelo Ball went to play in? Yes. Oh, okay. See, so he went to play in this league, and then I was going to come ask you today about Giddy. I'm looking him up. I don't see a college listed. I'm like, okay, this must be like a European league guy, and I just don't remember the story. He was in this league, and he poured in 31-9-10 and 10 last night. Yeah, they
0: just put another guy in the league last year that was on the Pelicans. He didn't play last night, uh, Dyson Daniels. He's okay. like 6'8 with good ball handling skills. So they like those guards those type of guards over there, and, you know, I would feel a certain way if the kid said, I'm not coming to Texas, I'm going to Miami. I'm not coming to Texas, I'm going to North Carolina or Washington, et cetera, another college, I would be like, dang, this really stings. But he's going to go play pro, and he's going to go make some paper, and you could tell in his mind he's just trying to get to the next level and – it's really hard to do that. Look at Dylan Mitchell. Like look at his stock. Mm-hmm. Like your stock could really go down in college just because you get exposed to playing against grown men that aren't as skilled as the grown men you want to see in the association.
1: So in a way this is it's not great news for for Longhorn fans obviously, but you're saying at least At least he's going a pro route and it's not going to be messing with you at the college level. Right. Okay. Uh, And then back to the discussion we had earlier this week. This gets us back to the thing about nowadays in basketball, where do they want to develop? How are they being developed at each level? And how much is college basketball continuing to be hurt by all these other options? Other options, other levels. LaMelo Ball is a big name everybody knows. And... Whatever worked out for him, now you got a guy, and again, it's in a play in game, but you got a guy like Giddy showing everybody what can happen. And now you have a 6'6 AJ Johnson, who already signed at Texas. Just watch Texas go on this run, damn near to the Final Four. And let's go back to the Arterio Morris thing. He sees the options, he sees the openings. I know what you're saying about Tyrese Hunter, but he has to be able to look at this Texas team and see, oh, I got a chance to develop there if I want to. And now he's decided there's another path. There's a non-college path that's better for him.
0: Yeah, I hope his – it's like his favorite player is Josh Giddy or he miles his game after him and he saw him last night and then was like, yo, I could be that. Yeah. Call, big, call, call bro up like, Jaylen. hey, you think I could go balling uh, up in Australia? And would be like, you ball against guys that I ball with. Cool. Hang up. Sorry, Coach Terry. Can't come. Can't do it. I'm trying to get to the league and this is a step for me to get to the league. Man. So I can't knock the kid, but it does hurt, especially with where the horns at and you look at the roster. It hurts.
1: Yeah, AJ Johnson decommitting or transferring from Texas, however you want to look at it, and signing with an Australian with the Australian NBL league. If you don't know about it, which I'll admit I woke up today not exactly knowing what that was, we all need to learn what that is. Uh that's a league Zay and a bunch of basketball fans knew about. The rest of us, we gotta get caught up. By the way, speaking of basketball fans coming up at one oh five Uh, Our man Jeff Howe from Horns247.com. He's got Horns247.com business he's dealing with today, so he's not going to be able to join us. But I thought we would take one of my favorite basketball conversations from the hallway and put it on the radio. Because if you listen to Ball Don't Lie in the afternoon, you hear Patrick Davis, loves basketball. He's the uh, on-site tech for all of the, the Texas men's basketball game. So he has seen this team from floor level for every home game. He loves hoops, he loves the NBA and we're going to have him on at 105 and I'm just going to I'm just going to sit back and let Zay and Patrick, both Longhorn fans, Process this information and try to figure out where this team goes next. That's coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. Because I know Patrick was hit hard by this just like you were.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to get Patrick's head about his San Antonio Spurs and how he feels about this last season and where they're going to go from here. A lot of people saying Greg Popovich doesn't have many years left. Obviously, I mean, come on, this guy's getting up there. But sure. still, you know, he's doing a lot of teaching instead of coaching. And there was one point of time where he was barely even coaching because the big three was coaching. So. Well,
1: and now he. I mean, to me, he's taking one more big swing. Does he get to end it with Wimbenyama?
0: Yeah, because.
1: Uh, if he does, that's a hell of a way to end. You ride right off into the sunset. I think if they don't get Wimbenyama,
0: he may reset where the sunset is. Yeah, I agree. And. I'd wait for that too. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) One one more time around. (laughs) One more time around. You got a good 10 years left in you, Pop.
1: Yeah, and at the worst, he gets to say he coached Tim Duncan and that group that they put around Tim and one, two, three, carry five titles. Is that how many it is? That's right. Yeah five titles, Hall of Fame career, but if you get a chance to end with a freaky dude like this, you probably try that. Yeah, Give it I a agree. shot. A lot of basketball out there today, and unfortunately, Longhorn fans, it is not great basketball news for you today, but we're going to talk about it. Also, we'll get into the spring game. Maybe that's better news for Longhorn fans. We'll talk about some of the guys. Uh, I was thinking about it today. The freshman for Texas that I am most excited about seeing. There is a It's no doubt for me who it is, and it is not a guy with famous uncles who have won Super Bowls. We'll talk about that. Also, if you could call the first play for Sark, what would you call for the spring game on Saturday? Plus, we'll get into the NBA. We just talked a little bit about Josh Giddy. If you didn't know who he was, now you might know. And certainly, now the New Orleans Pelicans know who that is. Uh, two 10 seeds win last night. We'll get into that. The eight seed games are now set for Friday night. That's all coming up. Stay with us on this Thursday. It's the Horn.
0: Chad and say, that I was.
1: Oh, look out now. Hey, <laughs> and nobody getting hurt with this one. Ah, nobody. I see some big collars. I see a lot of polyester in the room. Come on now. This sounds like the great voice of Karen Carpenter. Car- That's right. The Carpenters. The Carpenters. Yeah, dude. Let me tell Sing you. Sing Karen. Woo, let me tell you. There are, everybody thinks, everybody thinks I was only raised on the metal and the rock. My mom is probably the biggest Carpenters fan <laughs> I know. My yes. my mom is into yes, sir. Stra- the some of that straight laced you know safe what I call safe white music yeah she, oh this is safe all people music yeah this is everybody nobody gets hurt on stuff yeah. like this my mom loved the carpenters my mom loves Olivia Newton John my mom loves that stuff that kind of just soft rock female
0: voice, that kind of thing. Oh, Mom sounds like a lovely woman.
1: Karen Carpenter, what a monster voice. And one of the sad stories in music, because Karen had massive stage fright.
0: She couldn't
1: deal with all of it. And Karen ended up with, uh, God, I can't remember if hers was anorexia or bulimia. But she ended up with that situation going on. Early in the career, she would perform Facing the Wall. Like, And one of the reasons she felt comfortable behind a piano is because it was something. Right. She was so freaked out about performing. And I always wondered, like, could nobody make her understand how beautiful that voice was? Yeah. Nobody could make
0: her figure that out? That was before people would take anxiety pills and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And wasn't
1: it her, is that her brother that's in the band with her? I think think so. Truly, like, that's a family act there. They were like the Osmonds in that way, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, Beautiful voice there. What's the song called there? All you get from love is a love song.
1: Oh, see? I mean, come on. They should play Carpenter's Tunes at, like, every world summit. That's what they should do. Just to get everybody in the right mood. You should translate it into all the languages you need. United Nations, G7s, all those meetings they have. Just play Carpenter's Tunes. Get them all happy. Get them all happy going in. Man,
0: that's sad. Stage fright? I know. You would think, like, just people... I don't know. Naturally, they make music. They can just go rock a crowd, but that's not always the case. I know.
1: Yeah, it's just like they've got to. They have to see it a certain way and and sort of understand it. But yeah, Karen is one of the most famous uh, versions of that. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a crazy story. You
0: think Lil Kim at stage right?
1: Um, it may be a different <laughs> kind. Maybe a different kind when it came to Lil' Kim. We'll talk Lil' Kim later in the show in the 2 o'clock hour to start out. Lil' Kim's Hardcore and Jelly Roll's A Beautiful Disaster. Those are our two albums for the week. We hadn't heard either one of them. I wanted to listen to a Jelly Roll album just because I didn't know who he was. And I saw him at the CMT Awards and I thought, okay. All right, let's do it. Let's see what this is. Let's listen to what this is. And then uh Zay realized last week he's never heard a little Kim record all the way through. So, let's go. And we decided to pick the first solo album from her. So, we'll do that at 205. We probably needed the Carpenters for you longhorn fans today cuz there's some just Bad basketball news coming in these last couple days in terms of guys into the transfer portal, Arterio Morris into the portal, Dylan Mitchell going to the NBA, at least going to test the waters of the NBA. Uh, that announced last night, and then today, the real punch to the gut is A.J. Johnson leaving Texas for the Australian League that produced LaMelo Ball's top three pick overall, and that guy last night, if y'all were like me last night, wondering, well, who the hell is Josh giddy <laughs> I have never heard of Josh Giddy. I know who SGA is. I know about Mr. Gilgis Alexander, one of my favorite names ever. And he was pouring it in, what, 32 last night. Josh Giddy goes 31, 9, and 10. And I'm looking him up. I can't find a college. Where'd this dude go to school? And then I realize, oh, it's probably some European league or whatever. I was wrong, an Australian league. This is exactly the league that A.J. Johnson is headed to. And, Zay, you're telling me during a break he's headed to the team that Ball played for?
0: Yeah, the same team. The wow. Hawks. Okay. That's who LaMelo played for. So, they like their big point guards. And, A.J., he's from that same area that LaMelo's from. That's Southern California, Los Angeles area. So, Yeah, they have a lot of similarities in their game. I just watched A.J. Johnson highlights. Oh, he's so nice. Mm. So nice. Good pace. I mean, it would have taken him a little bit to – figure out the college game but you could tell he would have figured it out and yeah it's unfortunate but show must go on
1: big loss there for texas does that change the way tyrese hunter thinks about things uh we will see as that might be and i don't know could that possibly change the way arterio morris is thinking about things i guess you got to keep all the options nowadays you got to keep every option open right I don't know if that's official official yet, but we'll keep our eyes on all those stories. More basketball talk coming up.
0: Oh, all... Chavs, I don't mean to cut uh-oh, you off, uh-oh. but our good guy, Jeff Howe, just texted me. Horns 24 7 and Light the Tower. Yes. AJ's getting paid 750K. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, boy, so the per- I can't knock young player. <laughs> get your money, player. Some- I can't knock it.
1: Somebody texted us earlier about must have been a big bag. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so all those NIL folks Damn. at Texas and other schools hear that and think seven hundred and what? I, he don't get no. He ain't getting that. Somebody call. Uh, somebody call up Angel Reese at LSU. Find out if it's that. Is that is that what she's I, doing? I, she's
0: she wants work- some paper. She getting yeah. she getting some serious paper, but Woo. Nigel Pack and Isaiah Wong, Isaiah Wong was getting 100k at Miami. Nigel Pack was getting 200k, so seven hundred fifty. Yeah. Seven
1: hundred and fifty
0: thousand dollars for a year for a year, and then we'll see what happens for a year in a
1: league that when Lamelo Ball played for that year, he was the top. He was the third pick overall. Yeah. I mean that's that, that mm-hmm. pattern's interesting. The NBL is what this is in Australia. If you don't know about it, this is the day that'll help you learn about it. Texas fans, AJ Johnson headed to that league.
0: Yeah, Jeff also texted me something else, but I'm not gonna say it because it'll make me cry. He'll tell you on his shows. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Or I could just say he just said Arterio Morris is gone. So oh just,
1: no. See, <laughs> we don't need I mean, we're just trying to keep it alive. I just want
0: to be positive. I didn't want to say trying it. Trying to keep it alive. Your awkward okay. dead silence,
1: maybe. I'm saying. sorry. I'm oh. so I'm so sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh let's go to maybe better news Thank and you. more upbeat things like the spring game. I was asking people for a first play. Somebody texted first play of the game for Sark needs to be Quinn throwing them bombs, baby. Get the burn orange keg stands started early yeah all right you want to go bomb on the first play sure why yeah not? somebody else says sark's gonna go calling that deep route just to show that quinn can hit it and then someone else says uh in terms of coach steven they went with the coach steven line from uh yeah. from from rod papers and ball don't lie they were looking for either a slant to jay witt uh, a bubble screen. I don't know if I'd go bubble screen. Texas fans may not enjoy the the bubble screen. They have a history uh, with that. And then what was the other one? Oh, and a and a misdirection run play with Kelvin Banks, setting it up. Okay. With Kelvin Banks blocking. Those are the three ideas somebody pulled out. So in your mind, Zay, do you have something you want to see? Something you'd love to see first play right out of the block? Nope. No. No. I mean, my first gut. I don't have anything. If I was a Texas fan, my gut would be five run plays. That'd be my. That's how I'd start. Of all kinds. Just
0: run. I told you what I want to happen. Bring out Arch with the first team, get everybody (laughs) all nuts, and (laughs) then call a timeout and put Quinn in. That's what I'm saying. That'd
1: be pretty wild. Uh, My idea would feature the freshman I'm looking forward to seeing the most. I would bring in a. Let's see. We'll go four wides on this one? Yeah, let's go four. Let's go one running back, no tights, four wides, send two guys on streak routes, make everybody think of the deep one, and then throw a long, developing drag route to Jontay Cook. Okay. That's my so first So you got Jante
0: in first team.
1: That's the guy I want to see most of all. Uh, and I don't. And it may not be in the first series, first play, but I want to see how they utilize him. I think he could be an important guy for them on multiple levels, and one of those levels is if you're going to get to the Bama level of if you're good enough, you're old enough. Then if this really is a freak dog freshman receiver, he needs to get plays. Right. He needs to have stuff called for him. And I've really enjoyed getting to see him up close at 7-on-7. was very cool. I wish I could have seen him up close play. I didn't get to see that team play this year during the season. But I love the way he runs routes. I love the way he catches the ball. Great hands. He's got that attitude, we know. But he also backs it up pretty well. So a slant or a drag route to him somewhere in this game – I want to see it, man, because I think Texas fans are going to really like him. Number two on the jersey for Jontae Cook, if you don't know.
0: So I like that. You know, put the ball in his hands in any way, whether that's kickoff return or punt return. I'm okay with Xavier Wordy not returning punts, like, especially. The fact that he had a broken hand last year and he was returning punts also is alarming. God, I hadn't even thought of that layer. Yeah, ain't that oh, well, that's... I hadn't even thought of. that. Ain't that some BS? You man? just added bad I'm news to saying, your bad news. I'm just saying, it's just it's stuff that doesn't make sense. So wow, don't you could we we don't need Zayori to be a punt returner this time around. Jonte Cook might be a guy. Who knows? Um. Somebody that I'm looking forward to seeing is Casey Kane. I've heard he's had a really good camp, Mm. and I thought he was pretty solid in the Alamo Bowl, too. You know he had that big drop, which I'm always going to bring up until he does something big against Iowa State and it seemed like the coaching staff and Steve Sarkeesian kind of gave up on him. So to see him have that solid game that he did in San Antonio to end the season and to hear about the really good spring camp that he's having, I think he could be a sleeper guy with all the receivers that you have and that you brought in like Ajante Cook, who you just named. I think Casey Kane, he could quietly be a really good player for this team along with the rest of that really good wide receiver core.
1: I'll give you another route I want to see. It's probably boring for most fans, but I love it. How about a seam route to Jatavian Sanders? All right. Early. Clear everything else out, run other guys on go routes, other guys on crossing routes, and then run him right up the seam. Trust me, he'll be wide open. Yeah. Wide open. And even if somebody's there with him, they can't cover him. Just chunk it up. And if you miss a little bit, he'll stick his big paw up there and catch it anyway.
0: Yeah, I think with his body, that's one of his best routes. And you hear about Steve and when he talks about him, he says – J.T. Sanders has been way more aggressive with the ball in his hands mm. and making plays That's good. and lowering his shoulder and realizing that big body. Like, yo, you are all world defensive player too. Put some of that to that when you get the ball in your hands and use that assertiveness and that physicality. And it's good to hear that he's been doing that. So, yeah, I like that. I like that call. It's
1: very good. That, of course, is the zero on the jersey for offense, zero on defense, is Anthony Hill, the linebacker that a lot of people are looking for. Because that question is, who steps into the shoes of DeMarvion Overshone, the guy that's literally stepping into his shirt is Anthony Hill. Yeah, That's the guy that'll be wearing zero on the other side of the ball. So be uh, be on the lookout for those guys. Texas spring game, two days away. Obviously, we're talking a lot about that. If you missed last night in the NBA, we had history, two uh, uh, twice the history. No 10 seed. I know they've only been playing the play-in game for a little bit. But no 10 seed had ever beaten a 9 seed. And two of them happened last night, Zay. Two groups of fans walked out of their building pissed off. The Toronto people? and the New Orleans people, walked out last night thinking they'd had an advantage, but they got it taken from them. And specifically, if I'm a Toronto fan, I did not enjoy last night. Was it 19 points they led by?
0: Yeah, you led by 19. You missed, like, half of your free throws going 50%. I think they shot 36, and they went 18 for 36. Yeah. And can you get a little girl kicked out? Well, Somebody
1: wanted you on the text line. They said, Zay, i got to have you talk about DeMar DeRozan's daughter. She She gone. If it worked, this was brilliant. Oh, she did her thing. She was loud as hell. You put this on her? I mean, do you put Oh, she get a little she get a game ball. For people that missed it, you're in Toronto. So when the Raptors go to the line, what happens in the building? Well, everybody shuts up except for one person. DeMar DeRozan's daughter, DJ, I think is what they called yeah, her. Yeah, she
0: was sitting behind the
1: goal. Sitting behind Okay, behind one of the baskets yeah, so in Yeah, she's a very close. Bright sparkly jacket. She would wait until the per- the player was about to shoot. And then, Zay, she let out what I would call a blood-curdling scream. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just, uh She was screaming like you're in a horror movie. Every
0: free throw.
1: Every single one. And they went 18 for 36. This was a team that I think I read shot 71 as a team.
0: 72, something like that going in. Look, y'all know I am not the one. I hate when they get fans and stuff kicked out. I think it's so soft. But... We got a playoff spot at stake, and if we lose, we go home. You'd actually kick her out? Hell yeah, she's the problem. Kick her out, and if we kick her out, then Demar's gonna get all discombobulated and be like, "Whoa, what y'all doing tomorrow? Don't touch her." Uh Now he off his game.
1: Uh huh. Right. You know
0: what I'm saying? So you kill two birds with one stone. But yo, not everybody's as petty as me.
1: By the way, tomorrow night they will play Miami. In Miami for a trip to be the eighth seed. So when the Miami guys go to the line, let's listen for the screams and see if she shows up. Then guess who she'll be screaming at if they win? Milwaukee. The official test for the Greek freak and his (laughs) development at the line. Remember, he used to be really bad at it. The crowd was screaming and counting in other arenas. You remember that stuff? Yeah. But then he went to work on it. And I he's an it's an incredible story we probably haven't talked about enough. He really went to work he and did. he beca- became really good. Maybe this is the ultimate test.
0: Yeah, old girl gotta go to school sometime. <laughs> <laughs> like she gotta get some kind of education. She could be homeschooled, okay, cool, but I think DeMar said she ain't coming to Miami. We'll see. Mm-hmm. If not NBA, we she ain't getting in the building.
1: And she yelling and screaming, put her in the suite. They're like, wait, when does the game tip off? Twelve noon. Why? No reason? Yeah. No reason. It's not cause schools are in session. No, no, not at all.
0: That's a badass little girl right I'm there. I'm telling
1: you, man. They're giving her a lot of love for that one. That's not just that's not just a kid at a press conference there. That's a little different. All right, so we got all those stories going on today. Coming up at 105, more of this basketball discussion. Patrick Davis of Ball Don't Lie. He's seen this Texas men's team up close and personal, so he knows exactly what it means if they end up losing Morris and Mitchell and AJ Johnson uh, to this Australian league. We'll talk to uh, him about that. The very latest coming up at 105. Up next in the crap bag, the helmet that Tua needed last season is apparently available this season. I'll tell you about it next on the horn. 397. Chad and Zay. Oh man It's a great little riff Great little riff Alright so um, I think this is one that fools me sometimes Because this song fires up And the first thing I think of is CCR But Is this the long-legged woman in a black dress song? Yeah And that's someone else, correct? It's not CCR Correct Okay Long-legged woman in a black dress. This is the one I always miss. This isn't uh uh like mountain, is it? No. No. The hollies. wow uh,
0: see? Distant
1: a- light. Always miss it. The hollies.
0: Yeah, slash distant light. I don't really understand it, but yeah.
1: Okay. That's deep. Back then Very deep. everything has some yeah. depth. has some depth to it. Yeah. All right, so the Hollies, I always get that one wrong. The Hollies uh, and the Carpenters to get us started today. We hope you are having a good Thursday. If you're a Longhorn basketball fan, we're just being real with you today. It's probably not a great Thursday. AJ Johnson not coming to Texas. He's going to the Australian League that produced LaMelo Ball and produced that storm that hit New New Orleans uh, last night named Josh Giddy. Uh, if you missed it, 31, 9, and 10 for him. Gilgis Alexander had 32. Then Oklahoma City beat New Orleans, and they advanced to that eight-seed game. Oklahoma City-Minnesota is the second eight-seed game tomorrow night. Chicago-Miami will be the first one. Also, Dylan Mitchell uh, going to the NBA draft, making himself eligible for the draft. He's still leaving things open, not getting an agent yet, just in case, but Dylan Mitchell, looks like he could possibly be leaving Texas, and Arterio Morris, of course, yesterday we talked about into the transfer portal, so a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we also have people texting in what they want for the first play of the spring game. Someone says, "Can we just run the ball on the first play? <laughs> it is boring." Yeah, like you five straight runs. It is boring, but I would suggest it. Uh, someone, multiple fans are asking for the annexation of Puerto Rico. Is that a movie? That's a little movie. Little Giants. It's a movie. reference. That's what it is. That's the
0: Little Giants. That's what it is. I knew what it was a, a great a, movie. I
1: knew it was a movie reference. Yo,
0: Icebox, she ain't play man. Some, somebody else about the
1: NBA thing about De, DeRozan's daughter screaming says, they're pros. Learn how to make your damn free throws. Oh, yeah. That's the answer. That is the answer. There's no rule that says she cannot scream in a visiting uh, arena like that so last night was that the reason that toronto missed half their free throws we don't know but uh yeah they
0: deserve to lose guess it couldn't hurt
1: uh all right let's get you uh a quick crap bag here a couple of uh, nfl stories real quick
0: chad's crap bag crap bag if you need an easy way to remember it just think of a bag of crap Brought to you by
1: AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. I think I'll have the support of all Cowboys fans listening right now that I put Dan Snyder in the crap bag today. Uh, Dan Snyder and his wife are near the deal, getting near that deal to sell the franchise. Right now, that group out of Philadelphia apparently is the favorite, led by Josh Harris, co-owner of the Sixers and the New Jersey Devils. I think Magic Johnson might actually also be somehow part of that group.
0: Okay, Magic. He's a part of one
1: of these groups. I can't keep it all straight.
0: Yo, Magic, it don't matter what it is. As long as he can make money and it be positive, he's going to do it.
1: That is true. Uh, The other thing to keep in mind, uh, I do love, you know I love a good uniform or helmet story. And this one's about helmets and safety, not helmets and the way they look. The NFL has now approved a helmet that they say will help with helmet-to-ground collisions. Better than they have ever seen. So let's all think back to Tua and last year. It's the best example. The worst ones we've seen in these last couple years, Zay, are when a quarterback kind of gets an arm pinned. He can't get that hand down to brace himself, and that helmet hits first. So... People may know about the company called Visis, V-I-C-I-S. They have been one of the big helmet makers these last few years, trying to change things and work on things. They were one of the first companies I saw that had a shell on the helmet that really gave a little bit more than others. It almost looked like a a foam in a way, where wherever you were hitting, the helmet was absorbing that you know, trying to absorb that that hit. So now they've come up with what is technically called the zero two matrix quarterback helmet, and they say it is seven percent better at those type of hits than other helmets are. And so, when the idea is when you hit, when that helmet hits the ground, that that spot on the helmet will actually dent; it will actually cave in in a good way and absorb the contact. So they're seeing better numbers there. Here is what I also think might be good news. They're saying that seven helmets that were considered highly recommended in 2020 are now in their prohibited category in 2023. Just to let everybody know how fast this stuff is happening. So for all those players that want to be old old. Um, Old school guys like Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was for all those years. Remember, Tom finally he had, to, hot by that helmet. He had to change helmets. They went like grandfathered in for those last couple guys. All right, Tom, you can wear it one more season, but then we need you to change. So now, if I'm talking to Tua, if I'm talking to the younger quarterbacks, the older all of them, Aaron Rodgers, everybody. I would tell them, fellas, you need to get on this information. You need to be at the forefront here because they're changing it every year. Their lists are changing every year. Use, the, use mini camp for this. Use training camp for this. I know y'all hate all those camps. Use it to find a better helmet because they're always making a better helmet. Hopefully this is good news for Tua and a lot of other guys.
0: Any way that you can make the game safer without changing the game,
1: mm-hmm. do it. That's what they're doing, and the first time, if you have, if y'all haven't done it, just go Google the word vices, v i c i s. They put out a video right at the beginning, and it showed a slow motion shot of a helmet contacting like a floor, and you could watch it give. And I can just I can remember my reaction was just eyes wide open, mouth you know jaw fell, and I'm thinking that's it. I'd never thought of that, but that's it. Not just a hard shell that the heads banging around inside literally have the shell give, have the helmet take it in a way that we haven't seen before. They're they're developing that from years ago, and now we've got it to a point where they're recommending this for quarterbacks. They also, Zay, have one that is recommended for interior linemen mm. that I didn't know about. Offensive and defensive linemen, because we know that's where the – most collisions are happening, so that when those helmets are coming together, there's a little more give in the actual helmet than there used to be.
0: Yeah, it's needed. It's needed. Any way you can improve the safety for these players. We saw what happened with Tua. A lot of people didn't think that he'd ever play football again after that third concussion, so... Yeah, I'm with it, and this is a good job for Vices.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, um, through conversations and everything, they can. if this really is the one, and by the way, this is the league and the NFLPA that have now endorsed this helmet, so hopefully we will see, above all else, we'll see Tua in that helmet. Yeah. This season. Uh, hopefully that will happen.
0: What if Tua came on some Tom Brady-ish and was like, I can't do it? Mm. I gotta no. stay with my my old helmet. Can't do it. No,
1: I'd sit him down with a bunch. I'd sit him down with a bunch of helmet makers. Come on, man. We gotta find one. You don't have to go with number one. But you got to come up – don't go with a prohibited helmet, please, man.
0: Yeah, it could be the most uncomfortable thing in the world for him. But <laughs> if he wants to play football, he better wear it. Right.
1: We've got to have you in one of those hats at the top of the list there, dude. All right, 1 uh, o'clock hour coming up. Patrick Davis from Ball Don't Lie coming in to talk about this updated Texas basketball information, including the big story from today, A.J. Johnson not going to be at Texas. He's headed to the Australian League. We'll get into all of it coming up on The Horn.